0: You are listening to Just Truth with Apostle Duane on the Just Truth Network. Just Truth with Apostle Duane is a daily broadcast that looks at issues facing the black community. Join us to get a biblical perspective, detox from misinformation, and ground yourself in truth. Black America, I believe that you can have it all. Financial success, community stability, an enjoyable life and more than enough money in the bank if you know biblical success principles and tactics based on truth. Welcome to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Podcast Network. My name is Apostle Dwayne Hughes. You may not realize this, but God is at war with all lies and every liar. On this show, I share truth from the Word of God that exposes the lies and stereotypes that oppress black Americans and manipulate Christians while revealing wisdom to liberate you into the wonderful purposes He has for you and for your life. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you've done, or even where you're at right now. God wants to partner with you and help you in your situation. So why not open your mind and consider what I have to say in the next 30 minutes? You may hear something that could revolutionize the entire course of your life. You've got nothing to lose. So let's begin. Good morning. Welcome to Just Truth with Apostle Duane. Uh Today is pre-Shabbat. Uh, Friday, uh, July. What is it? July the uh, the eighth. Uh, and so, uh, right now, it's just um, uh, you know, it's been an eventful week, and um, and whatnot. And I've had uh, quite a few things that have um, have have happened this week you know just kind of working through the processes and whatnot but uh i just want to thank you for joining in uh anyone who's watching the broadcast right now uh i know i'm starting a couple minutes early but you know i was kind of just in that place where i had everything ready so i just went ahead and, and booted up a couple minutes early um but I got a lot of good information to talk to you about today Uh, so today is um, today is just truth at 730 and then at 8 o'clock it's right now uh, on just truth you know uh, it's just topical you know Lord just gives me all kind of things to talk about and right now is a kind of a recap show like uh, you know where I maybe uh, look at the the events of the current of the previous week or and 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 right now I just kind of just get to talk about things that that uh, that are on my heart. Um, but uh, today on Just Truth, uh, I'm going to be continuing with um, you know. Uh, so this week I, I've talked about you know lots of different agendas. I've talked about some things with the laws. Yesterday I was talking about the school to prison pipeline on Just Truth, but today I'm going to be talking about. Um, you know, continuing with the subject of our children, you know, how we safely raise black children to adults in this country, because there are some things that are specific to us that we deal with. Uh, And just like the Native Americans, they have their own things that are specific to them that they deal with, as well as Hispanics. They have their own specific things that they deal with. Uh, Probably the only people who have it as bad as us is the Native Americans in this country. but. In any case, uh, but there's some specific things that we deal with that we need to take into account, um, you know, with with our kids and, and helping them make it to adulthood safely, you know. And so and so I'm continuing from yesterday's message uh, when I was talking about the criminal criminalization of, of black kids in the school to prison pipeline or the school to prison nexus, as some people call it now. And today I'm going to talk. You know, just about, you know, uh, safely raising our kids. Uh, Again, I've said that a couple of times. I don't mean to ramble, but okay. And so, uh, so before I get started, I just want to let you know that apostleduane.com is live. And right now, I am uh, inviting you to come by and get a free book that I've got coming out. It's, it's, the book isn't out yet. But as but if you register now to get a free copy of the ebook, you will be able to get that. I'm only going to be doing that for a short period of time, and it's just to get people over to the website to to you know kind of see what's going on there. Uh, now the site is going to change. There's there's I've got a lot of things in the works, and it's just going to keep going to a higher level. But but right now I just had to put it out there as a placeholder just so you can kind of see some of the things I've got going on. Um, all of these messages that I am recording live on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter are actually being recorded to uh, to my podcast. So what I do is I make these messages and, and I take the recording and I upload it to my podcast, which, you know, a lot of people do that on, on YouTube and whatnot. But but eventually because I only have a certain amount of bandwidth that I can keep in my uh, stream eventually i have to take these things down from here from from facebook from youtube and from twitter and so then you will only be able to get them on my podcast and and there's a couple reasons why i'm doing that one is because when you download the podcast you have it it's not it's not something that can be erased by google or, or you know they you know or shut a channel shut down by Google, Facebook or Twitter or something like that you if you have the message downloaded you've got it you can take that information and and replay it and and share it and whatnot and and so there's a there's a power in podcast you can listen to them while you're working and all kinds of other great things and so it's beneficial for you to have the information now along with that I just want to say you know I am sent by God to give you these this information you know, there are a lot of people who are ministering nowadays that are not actually called by God. Now, anybody who uh, has anything to say about my ministry first, one, take everything I say to the scripture and see if I'm wrong 2 uh, I've got things, you know, God has given me uh, revelation uh, in, in, in the form of, of visions and dreams that are coming to pass and have been recorded on my YouTube and Facebook have been up there for years i'm talking about things that happen on a national and and i've got there's some things that are going to be happening on an international scale that he's shown me okay and so and so you can't say that i'm not who i say i am because god backs it up you know he says that he watches over his word and if he sends somebody to you and they tell you something's going to happen and it doesn't happen know that you haven't sent them you don't have to fear that person but then if if but then the opposite is true also if he did send them you got to fear what they say because because God is the one who's backing it up it's not about me I'm just a I'm just a vessel I'm just an emissary I'm an ambassador for the king he's, he's the king I'm just I'm just little old Dwayne you know uh, trying to be faithful to do my part and to that end um, recently I, I've I've Started to see where the you know there's an old saying you hear a lot of uh, black people say it's a a hit dog a hit dog will holler, you know, you know you hit a dog it's going to scream. Well, guess what? I'm starting to see that there are some ministers out there that uh, some of the things that I'm saying is starting to affect you, and that you may be communicating to me to tell me that I'm not supposed to be saying what I'm saying or doing what I'm doing. Now, I just want you to understand something. That's by design. God didn't send me to, to help the status quo maintain its status quo-ness. It's by design that what I'm saying is causing you trouble. It's by design what I'm saying is causing you some trouble and that the people who are listening to you are going to wake up to some things that are not right, that God isn't happy about. And so here's the thing that I want to say. If, I, if there's something I say that I've said on this show or in, in my ministry at all, if there's something I say that isn't scripturally wrong and that God didn't tell me uh, I said wrong, then I'm gonna leave it. And if I leave it, then that means that you have to deal with it. And if there's something that I say that you don't agree with, then that's gonna be, you're gonna to have to go before, that's between you and God. And so you better get right. Get right, choose to get right. Admit you're wrong, tell the people you're wrong. Something you've been saying is wrong, something you've been doing is wrong. Get right because i'm not going to change nothing i'm not taking nothing back and what you really don't want is for me start naming names because it's common God's gonna have me start naming names and so if there's something i say that 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 offends you and in your ministry and the way you're doing ministry then you you fix it You do it before God sends me or someone else. And I I have to also warn you, there's a generation, he's raising up a generation that is going to be fearless. They'll walk right into your church and call you right out, standing in that pulpit, and you're going to have to deal with that. It's better for you to repent, get on your knees and get right now before God sends his people in there because he's raising up a generation because things are about to get hot. This stuff is life and death. And if you're playing around, you don't need to be doing that. If you're not called, you don't need to be doing that. If you're not sent, you don't need to be doing that. You need to get out. Get out while you can. Oh, uh, while I'm on the subject, there's some trends that are happening right now in the church that God is not pleased with. Okay, And one of them is nepotism nepotism and ministry you have a lot of people trying to pass their ministry on to their kids well don't you understand that one of the main tools god uses or no i'm sorry one of the main tools that the devil uses not god one of the main tools that the devil uses against you in doing ministry is your family it could be your spouse it could be your kids it could be your siblings it could be your parents he's going to use people that are so close to you To try and get you to to step back from the call or embarrass you or all kinds of other things you can't assume that anybody is fit to do ministry the only people who are fit to do ministry are those who've been called by god and the only way that you know they've been called by god is because they came to god the same way you did none of us just came you know or or i should say very few have come without any trouble god came and found me when i was in trouble and he showed himself that he was real to me when i needed him and and that changed my life that's common in any minister i've ever met that actually had a testimony and power it was this is someone who god came and found them when they did him and he, and he moved in their life and and, and 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 he's real to them but you got a lot of people preaching who've never really had that experience and 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 likewise there's no power they don't have anything to say they can't tell you how to how to survive you know almost going bankrupt they can't tell you how to survive you know almost dying or 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 thinking you're gonna go crazy they can't tell you how to survive being alone and 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 everyone turning their back on you they can't tell you anything about any of that because they've never been there they play it safe and they live in compromise but someone who's been you know that god has rescued from prison or jail death row something like that they got a testimony someone that god has delivered out of gang violence or, or 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 life and death situations they have a testimony they can tell you they, they 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 don't have to do anything they just open their mouth and the holy spirit just starts talking out of them that's someone who's anointed but but if you're if your child your parent your your sibling your brother whoever if they're not if they're not called by god if they're not if they didn't have a breaking if they haven't gone through the breaking and the, and the, and the testing and all these different things they're not qualified and you don't hand down a ministry as an inheritance. Yeah, you took on the cost of getting the building. Yeah, you took on the cost of, of footing all these things. But that's what God told you to do. But you don't just hand that to somebody who isn't worthy. Ask um, ask Eli in the Old Testament. Ask Samuel. You know, a lot of times these these second and third and fourth generations, that they don't even know God. And they don't belong near anybody's pulpit and all you're gonna do is bring a curse on your own ministry by even involving them now yes you bring them to church yes we teach them and train them up in the way they should go but then they got to choose to go that way themselves. that's their choice if they don't choose to go that way you know then that's on them but you did your part by training them at least giving them the preparation and and the things that they're supposed to have but but you don't just pass down a ministry And then you got a lot of people out there who are, are, you know, they want to be one one pastor and have four or five locations. You know what that comes from? That comes from franchising. That's a franchise model. That's that's uh, uh, McDonald's started that. Where they would if you're good at running one McDonald's, they put you over three or four or five. That's not the way it works. God calls somebody in a place to be in that place. Now, if. If you're raising people that are going out and establishing other places, that's the design. It's just like children. You raise children in your household. Nobody expects their kids to live in their house the, the whole time that they're you know alive. They, you're supposed to. They're supposed to grow up and then leave and then go out and start their own life. You're supposed to raise them up to the point where they do that. But you have a lot of people in ministry who in, try to engorge themselves on people. God sends the people to you as babes to get saved. You're supposed to go out, help them get saved, and bring them in, and then grow them up and send them back out. They're not supposed to You're not supposed to get to 15 million people in one building, unless that's what God told you. But that's not that's not everyone's trying to engorge themselves on having a million people in places. That's not who they're not supposed to be all sitting there. They're not supposed to be just just there to come and see you and listen to you and and hear you. It's not your kingdom you're supposed to be building. It's the Father's kingdom. And if you can't be trusted to build his kingdom, then you can't be trusted to care for his people because they're his people. They're not your people. They're not my people. They're not nobody's people. They're his people. And so they're supposed to come in, get raised up, and get sent out just like children. And the better you are at doing that, the more he'll send to you. The more that'll flow through your ministry. You'll have apostles, you have prophets, you have evangelists, you have pastors and teachers come through your ministry and then go out to where God has sent them. But if you're standing in the way of God, from from one, getting these people to work, two, getting them strengthened in their call, and then getting them sent out, if you're standing in God's way, he's just going to remove you and put somebody else there who's going to do it right. Because this time is coming. The time is coming. It's no more play, play, nothing, church, mess, all that stuff, gone. It's, it's, It's irrelevant. The church is not designed to be some organization. It's an organism. It's a living, breathing body. Full of power, dunamis power. God is not playing and we don't need people in pulpits playing. So if there's something I said that you don't like, that's hurting your ministry, understand I'm coming for you. Get right. If you don't get right, God's going to get you right. And don't make him start having me call names because I'm going to do it. And this is just a start. I'm just getting started. I'm just getting started with this ministry. I, I ain't even playing. I, so. So bottom line just understand this is not for play and if you're not willing to be called out then get right okay so now let me get to why i actually um you know <laughs> set up the the message for today because because there's some things that are going on that we need to understand okay so how do we safely raise black kids when you got us being murdered by the police let alone we got kids in gangs we got all kind of stuff happening right now and for the most part i think we all think it's someone else's kid it's someone else's kid it's someone else's kid on the news It's someone else's kid in jail. It's someone else's kid until it hits home. It's not someone else's kid. If it can happen to someone else's kid, it can happen to your kid. You remember how when you brought that baby home and all the baby could do was coo, and do little spit bubbles and poop and do the things that, that babies do? That baby was a blank canvas and then you brought the baby home into your environment and in your environment there's things that program that baby there's your family your life that's the way you interact with one another there's the things that you you find for entertainment they're right there with you listening to all those same songs watching all those same movies going at all those same places hanging out with all those same people And over time, what happens is, this blank canvas starts to get stuff drawn on it. They get a color painted here, color painted there. They get a line drawn here, a line drawn there. And and, and eventually, they got tattoos. They're tattooed with the environment that they came from. And that environment that they came from is gonna impact the rest of their life. It's kind of like, if I took an arrow and the arrow is right here with me. It's in my hand, but depending on where I'm pointing is going to determine where that arrow goes. They all originate right here with you, where you're at. They they start with you, where you're at, but they can, one could can be way over here and another one could be way over there. And it and it and it really comes down to did you aim the arrow? And so as parents, you have to understand. We have a responsibility that to give kids a good environment, give them safe, uh, safe, healthy, clean environment, and to do the best you can to keep the world from graffitiing all over them. Because the world wants to take that child; they want to gr- they want to graffiti on your child. They want to import impart things into your child's head so that your child. You know becomes an automaton as a robot that that does what the world says and does but what god wants you to do is empower this child to be a free thinker to stay free to stay clean just like when they were a little baby and they were talking about being an astronaut or a fireman or a ballerina or or something like that and the next thing you know by the time they're 10 they're talking about what gang what set they're claiming where did they get that there's no kid in malaysia talking about what set he's claiming You see what I'm saying? That's an environment thing. You know, whatever you uh, put that kid in, that's your fault. If that kid grows up in a bad environment, it's your fault. Now, I'm not trying to beat parents down, but I just want you to understand God's going to hold you accountable for that. You're going to be held to an account. Do you think it's not someone being held to an account when their kid is on crack and they break into their house and steal their TV or their car? or pistol whip their mom or something like that. You think that's not you being held to an account? You think that's not being you held to an account when your kid does something that gets you embarrassed or goes and kills a bunch of people and now they're all over over TV? Do you think that's not you being held to an account? You know, we have to understand that you're going to be held to an account. Either you put good things into the environment, into this child, or the bad stuff that you've allowed. You know all the wickedness and things that we're seeing in in, in, the, in the entertainment and all these other things. They're gonna they're gonna write onto that kid, and that kid is gonna grow up and be a little version of what they've taken in. Unless you do a very good job of sheltering, we have to protect our kids from this poisonous environment. And as Christians, that, that, one of the main things that that irks me right now is how many Christians don't even know what it is to be separate i see people who are christians supposedly christians talking about kendrick lamar and here this man is openly mocking christ how can you expect that that child is going to grow up not confused we're trying to confuse we're not willing to to die to this world and actually live for god i mean there's something wrong but 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 the realities okay so let me just go ahead and get to this thing So the scripture says, train up a child in the way he should go. Well, let me tell you, kids don't listen to what you say. They watch what you do. They don't listen, especially boys. Boys catch manhood. They watch and see what the people around them are doing. If you got 10 women and you running game and all this other stuff, that's what he's going to do. He's going to see if you're the one who's got some money, And you're impressing him. He's gonna say, "Well, I'd rather be have money like this dude than be broke like this one." Because as men, as boys, you know, boys growing up to men, you know, we 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 understand that we're supposed to get power. And if you see that the ones who had the power are doing a certain thing, that's gonna make that more attractive to you. And so you have to understand, we have to we have to grow into power ourselves. You gotta you gotta go 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 from being just the low guy on the totem pole. You gotta rise. And give your kids something to, to 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 um to compete with it's okay so like for instance history if you notice in history a lot of times all they tell us about is slavery well our history didn't start in slavery our history preceded slavery we were kings we had all kind of stuff but what they want us to do is learn from slavery because because that's the furthest you go back and you're thinking, and if something's bad in your life, you say, well, you know, we just came from slaves. I guess that's all I'm, that's, you know, I couldn't expect to be anymore. But if you know that you got someone who uh, became a Titan in your past history, that's, that's going to, that's going to check you. You're not going to be able to just relax. If they were able to do it in their time, why can't I do it in mine? Ain't nothing changed. And so that's why history is important, but current history is important too. They got to see someone in their house that they can emulate or that they want to emulate. The best thing you can do for your kids is not giving them a bunch of stuff. The best thing you can do for your kids is blaze a trail. Let them see you getting a degree at 52 years old, if that's what you want to do. Let them see you starting a business or something at 65, 70, 80 years old. Let them see you going out and buying 100 acres and starting a farm and bringing the family out there at 90. Let them see you going out with a bang. You see that that's the kind of thing that's that's going to impress that next generation. Give them something to follow. Don't 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 tell them. Just show them. Okay, we got to show them, not tell them. Okay, so now, so that's the first thing. If we can, if you can blaze a trail, be in the fight. I don't care who's against you. If God be for you, who can be against you? That's we say that all the time. It's 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 in the scripture. Then go put it to work. A lot of us are 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 saying to uh, each other i remember when i was in high school one of the guys i got out of high school with it was shortly after we graduated and uh and he was standing on the corner telling me somebody was holding him back i was like well what you doing and well i'm just hanging out there wasn't nothing there was nothing to hold back you know what you want to know who's being held back there's a there's a uh a recording that came out back in the early 2000s it was from a um uh, texaco they had a someone a whistleblower Recorded them talking about in a board meeting holding down minorities in the company people who should have been in the executive ranks They were trying to keep them out. That's being held back Being held back is when you're pursuing territory and people are doing things to keep you back That's being held back being held back is not when you're just not doing nothing yourself You can't you can't say you're being held back if you're not doing anything to be held back from you see what I'm saying? So so be blazing the trail the first thing we got to do is we have to blaze a trail Give God something to work with. Take the talents and abilities, everything he's put in you and blaze a trail. Be in the fight. Buy 10 houses. Buy, you know, start five businesses. Whatever. If they all fail, do another one. Keep on going until you win. Break through. Get some training. Get some help. Do something. Be bring, you know, fix something. Do do something. Be in the process of doing and building and attacking. Jesus said, ask, seek, knock. I was praying on that one day and he showed me. He said, if if asking don't get it, demand. And and if and if and if seeking, you know, is it ask, seek, not, seek, go, go, um, um, uh, you know, go find it, attack it. Knock. If they don't open if it if, on the seeking, if, if if you're trying to find out information and you can you can't find it, or if someone's trying to get it, get the information. Be be active uh knock knock on the door don't just knock kick the door down if someone's holding you out kick it down i mean the bottom line is you can't you we have to give him something to work with okay and if you are in the fight and you're setting the trail you're blazing a trail and setting an example you're giving your kids something to see you know i, I talk to people all the time you know and i have some people i get on the phone with and and you know hey man how you been oh i'm good what you doing oh, i'm just staying out of trouble I mean, man, you, you, you 30, 40, 50, 20, you something, you know, you're not a child. Why are you telling me you staying out of trouble? That's you should be staying. That's, that should be a given that you're not in trouble. I mean, why are we, why do we think that we've done something because we stayed out of trouble? That You haven't done nothing. That's just like breathing. You breathe that day. Staying out of trouble. Shouldn't even be, that shouldn't even come out your mouth. That's 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 a, that's a child speaking. But as men, that's that's not something we say. But but a lot of times that's because we're growing up in these female dominated environments. We're not catching manhood because we're like we're not around men. But the bottom line is, you know, you got to get it, get it off TV, get it off the radio, get it from somewhere. But you got to go get it. And, 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 and one of the things that a lot of times we have is this immature mentality. We got to we got to we got to step away from that. Of course, you're not in trouble. That's a given. That should be given. You should not be in trouble okay now uh lord help me okay so i only got a couple minutes left let me hit these real quick if you live in a bad neighborhood high crime uh gang violence and stuff like that and you got a baby move why grow up in a gang and then bring your kids into that same mess that's that's the dumbest thing that you could do okay move and then and then and then don't go to a new place with that same old mentality. Don't take that old mentality to a new place. And and if and if that place that you came from is not conducive to you keeping your kid clean, don't go back. Talk to them on the phone. Do a Zoom call. You got a lot of ways of reaching people nowadays, but you got to you got to separate yourself. You got to be willing to separate for your health now does that mean you go from uh black areas to to non-black areas no there's there's plenty of good black areas don't believe the hype you know we gotta we gotta go in and 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 be good in places and help other people who are good in places be good in those places instead of taking a a bunch of junk and and all this no snitch mess man get, get you can you can you know if you break into my house i'm calling the cops on you and i'm telling them who did it where you live who your family is all that mess they're, you know and and the fact that the matters is it's, it's sad but you can't even it, we, we we're supposed to be able to call the police we can't even call them for a wellness check you see a, uh, people getting killed when someone calls them and say say hey can you go check on this person and they end up going to the person that they wanted to get checked on and killing them i mean it's, it's sad but we got all these different things happening that that's frustrating okay um if you're in a bad neighborhood move home Home has to be just like when you're a kid and you and you're playing tag or something and you got the the, the tree or whatever. That's home base. Home is supposed to be base. It's safe. It's, it's a, it has to be a safe place. We got to keep it safe. Make home safe. That's your little fortress, your little your little place where where you the good things are, are bad things are kept out and the good things are kept in. Make home a base. OK, Um, we have to keep athletics in perspective. I love sports and competition and all this other stuff, but a lot of times we're raising our kids to be athletes with no backup plan. And, the, and and it takes years. It takes years of dedication and practice and whatnot to become an athlete. But the problem with that, though, is that it's a very high failure rate. There's only uh, you know, a certain number of jobs. In the NFL, you you might only have, as players and coaches and all that stuff, maybe, what, 10, 15,000 jobs? How many millions of kids are trying to compete for that slot every year? okay you know in the meantime as you're driving to and from practice and living your life you're passing by a thousand businesses every single day you pass by a thousand businesses you pass by subways you pass by uh you know all kinds of things why would you pass by all that business that that you see happening to shoot for something that's that's extremely rare. Now, am I saying we shouldn't compete to be in athletics and all the other stuff? No, but that should only be one plan. You should have hundreds of plans and hundreds of ways of, of, of going pro. Whatever job you are on right now, whether you're a ditch digger or you're a doctor, that's your pro. You're a pro at that. And so make sure that we're aiming our kids at more than things where they're going to have a high failure rate with no backup plan. Give them something solid. And then if the if that sport thing happens, then that's just extra. OK, <clears throat> but we're, we're we're setting up a lot of our kids for failure, by we're not by not giving them real actionable things to, to grow on. They should be they should be awesome at something. And if they're even better at a the sport, then that's great. OK, uh, but give them more than one thing. Um, we have to teach our kids about racism. Let me tell you, we have to prepare them ahead of time at home. Before they go out in the past, the old generations, they used to do that. Now we think we, you know, we can just go off on everybody all the time. And that is actually falling into their hands. A lot of these kids that we see getting in trouble are are not not aware that, man, I know that you could say this and do this. But the fact of the matter is that the that the way the law is administered is unjust. You have to prepare them for that. You got to prepare them for the fact that the law is administered by the same people that they're in school with those same people, you know, you have to just prepare them for, for all the the Karens and all that other stuff. You got to prepare them for their classmates. I mean, you know, I mean, this stuff is important. Um, uh, Parental. Well, I've already covered everything um, as briefly, as, as quickly as I could. I know I went off on a few different areas, but well, that's what this show is. So this is uh I'm at the end of my time. Thank you for coming to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne. I've got to click over right now to uh go on to right now with Apostle Dwayne. And um and thanks again and I'll see you next week. Thank you again for tuning in to Just Truth with Apostle Dwayne. We hope that these messages are ministering to you and empowering you to make a difference in your life. Please don't forget it to subscribe to our RSS feed so that you never miss a new episode and don't forget to tell your family and friends. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.